defunding police is just another sort of thing. We don't know how exactly it's going to look and, and how widespread it'll be across the nation, but I suspect it's, like you say, it's going to be more than just Minneapolis and St. Paul. Hello and welcome to Pillars of Wealth Creation, where we talk about creating financial success with a special focus on business and real estate. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. Now, let's get to it. Hello and welcome back to Pillars of Wealth Creation. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. With me, as always, we got Matt Jones. Matt, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Todd, today? I'm fantastic, man. It's, uh, it's beautiful. It's summer. We're loving it. The kids are finally like doing sports and getting out there and seeing friends. It's, it's, it's so great. Um, it was a long time for them not to be involved in anything. And although it was peaceful at times, like we weren't running the kids from here to there to like their different sports and activities. Um, Boy, I definitely noticed a change in personality, especially for my little dude who's seven years old and just loves people, like loves people. And uh, I really noticed a big change. And he was kind of just being a cranky kid, uh, not just kind of uh, really being a cranky kid. And like, I just, I told my wife, I'm like, I wonder if it's just because he's not seeing people. He's not playing with friends and like, this is just driving him crazy. And since this started, he's been like super awesome back to his normal, funny, crazy self. It just shows you how much this has effects on, on everybody in different, like just different little ways. Um, and it can have effects on people and potentially, hopefully not potential long lasting negative effects, but we'll see. Hopefully not. But, but anyways, it's good. We're, we're getting back out there, so that's awesome. But today's topic is actually talking about, well, we did get out there really a lot because of different reasons, and now we've got some issues coming up. So why don't you introduce what we're talking about today, uh, and then we can go through that. Yeah, Minneapolis uh, recently announced that they are planning to defund the police. It's not an immediate thing, uh, and there needs to be some more planning as to what exactly it would look like afterwards, if it would be sort of a mix of you know fewer police, but more social worker type of people to respond to events or whatnot. And so we're going to be looking at how does defunding police, how would it impact real estate ownership? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so obviously everybody knows what what kind of went down over the last uh, few weeks. You know, obviously George Floyd was, was what appeared to very much appears to be murdered by a police officer. Um, uh, he hasn't been charged yet. So, uh, but evidence looks pretty, pretty bad. Uh, and then followed by protests and followed by riots and in some cases, violent riots with people all over the country, quite frankly, and they're still going on. Like I, you know, Seattle, they're, they're, going on very much so in others other states the riots are still happening here in minneapolis uh i think the worst that happened was yesterday a statue got tipped over um but i, I don't think there's riots happening anymore either way like you said the, there's this call to defund the police uh saint paul our, our sister city to minneapolis they have now called to defund the police it hasn't gone to the minneapolis level yet but other cities are doing it as well so it's not just a minneapolis uh, thing. Other cities are calling to defund the police. I think Minneapolis might be the most progressive on it so far, but, but I don't think it's going to be just a 
one city thing. I think as landlords, we have to pay attention to what is happening in our cities and cities that we're investing in and what could potentially happen in the cities we're investing in, which is why it's really important in the first place to pay attention to what cities you are investing in and what kind of policies they like to put in place and do those policies match to your investing strategy, whether they match to your political views and you know, personal views is one thing, but do they, do they match to your invest, investing strategies is definitely a, another thing as well that we got to be looking for. Yeah. And local taxes and regulations are always something you look for when deciding upon a market and, and how to maneuver through it. Uh, and then, you know, defunding police is just another sort of thing. We don't know how exactly it's going to look and, and how widespread it'll be across the nation. But I suspect it's, like you say, it's going to be more than just Minneapolis and St. Paul. Other cities are going to have some level, I think. Um, and how, how would that impact our real estate ownership? Uh, you know, are we going to have just complete chaos in the streets and, and not be able to evict our landlords when they're not paying and things? Or would there, it, or perhaps it'd be better because then you'll have social workers sort of uh, type level of, of people who are responding to uh, disputes amongst your tenants and things like that. Yeah, you know, it's hard, it's hard to say whether it's going to be worse or better, but l let's just look at a practical real estate level. What's going to happen or what very likely would happen is if, as this progresses along and the more serious it gets, investors that currently own properties are likely going to get fed up uh, and sell their properties, which the more properties that come into the market, the the larger discount there are and the less people are going to, you know, look, if I'm, if I'm debating whether I'm going to buy in Minneapolis or I'm going to buy in some other city that isn't even thinking about this, am I going to be more attracted to Minneapolis or this other city? Probably more attracted to this other city, all things considered, right? Because I know, like, we know the certainty of the other city, right? It's not that Minneapolis necessarily or a different city that's trying to defund the police. It's not necessarily that it's going to be a worse option. It's that we don't know, like we, we don't have a clue. So I think that's what you're going to see. You're going to see property values drop in cities like Minneapolis that are defunding the police. And the farther it progresses and the more serious it progresses, especially without answers and like clarity, the, the more the properties are going to drop. Now, I'm not going to tell you they're going to drop like a rock, but the more they're going to drop, the more that people are going to go, I'm sick of this city, and they're going to sell. And the less people are going to jump in after it because, again, we're uncertain. And so you can see those values drop. Now, that's short term, right? And, and I, would, I would recommend to people not to be too knee-jerk, right, uh, on your reaction, but also consider the potential implications of defunding the police. We know that police, we know that policing works, right? There might be, there might be, um, issues within our police departments where there might be issues within the police unions, right? There, there might be issues, but we know policing in general as a, as a judge, just a general rule works, right? It's worked for, a long time and there's no area like there's no civilized nation that doesn't have policing and so we know that works but we don't know how defunding the police would work 
we have a few examples on very small cities, but nothing in big, you know, a city with 400 people in it. So yeah, 400,000. Um, oh, sorry, 400,000. Defunding doesn't necessarily mean you know, dis- disbanding. People. <laughs> uh, and, and defunding is different than disbanding the police. I mean, disbanding is where you just get rid of them altogether. But well, defunding the, but is, the city is just of reduced. Minneapolis, the, the city council is suggesting to totally wipe them out. Um, some people are. I think that would be very, very hard to, to push through. For one, the city has an ordinance that says that. Uh, point zero zero one seven percent of the population uh the the, you take the population and you multiply by point zero zero one percent and that's the dollar amount that you have to fund in the police or no sorry that's the amount sorry that's the amount of police officers you have to have that's what it is um so the city has to have whatever that works out to be like seven hundred thousand police officers or seven seven hundred police officers yeah, and because it's in the city charter, uh, that's going to make it you know a little more difficult. There's some legal barriers, but yeah. you know it's possible to overcome those. Uh, you know, with if you vote with the wider uh, populace or something. But uh, it, it, it's, it's interesting, and you know what? Here, here's the thing: like, I don't want to become political with this whole thing because I try not to be political on on the show, and um, that's that's not my point. But I think it is an interesting discussion um, to have. I I think we need to go about it. Uh, wisely because just you know he, the prob- the problem the problem with the discussion um, is that you know police officers have a very tough job and in my opinion they're they're underpaid and they're un- probably undertrained right you you wouldn't dare pay pay your surgeon or go hey that guy's gonna I'm, I'm gonna pay you we're gonna pay you fifty thousand dollars a year to go do surgeries and we're only gonna send you to school for you know twelve months or whatever it is. So we wouldn't dare do that for our surgeons. I wouldn't trust, would you trust somebody operating on your body who's had only had 12 months of schooling and is only paid 50,000 a year? Probably not. Probably not, right? We expect our surgeons to be really dang good, right? And in turn, we're going to pay them a lot and they're going to go through a ton of training. We expect the same with our police officers. We expect them to be really good and make no mistakes, yet we're going to pay you very little and we're not going to provide you training. Huh, something's wrong there, right? So there, there's, a, there's a problem there, but there's also, it's also very interesting, in my opinion, to reform the police department and to provide different people working in different capacities, like the social workers working in some sort. Because really, do I want my police officers out there doing work that a social worker should really be doing that's trained in that? Maybe the police officer isn't the best one to be dealing with an issue that a social worker truly could be dealing with. So I do think it's interesting. I think it's a discussion that's good to have. Um, I I want to, you know, me personally, I know there's issues within some police departments and there's not only 100% great people. Um, every police officer that I know, and I know a decent amount, are fantastic people. But I obviously there, there's there's some bad people, right? And that's a problem. I mean, you need to try to eliminate that. One bad person makes everybody look bad, right? And so I understand that. But 
like I said, they got a tough job and we want to be careful that we don't eliminate to where people even, who wants to become a police officer, right? Who wants to, if you can't find police officers, that becomes a problem too. So we got to do it in a smart way. Um, and it'll be interesting to see what happens, how it comes out of this. I think a, a healthy dialogue is, is definitely good um, to try to make positive changes. It's always good to make positive changes to something that um, should have positive changes happen to it. I think that's, I think that's good. I think we need to do that with a lot of our systems from quite frankly, a lot of our government systems. I think our education system needs to have some positive, healthy changes happen to it. I think um, a lot of, shoot, a lot of our, our, you know, how we operate our, you think about our government, you think about policing, you think about teaching, you think about a lot of these kind of institutional things that our government controls and they're archaic, right? They, they haven't changed with the times. They were set up in the, you know, they were set up centuries ago and they haven't changed since. Well, why? Why aren't we changing them with everything else is changing? Why aren't they changing? So healthy discussions, I think, are important. Um, of course, that's, so that's the political side. I, I don't, I don't want to, I probably said too much because I don't like getting political, but uh, the real estate side is, it's, I think it's definitely going to negatively affect real estate. Those cities that are, are defunding police are talking about defunding police. I think in the short term, it's going to negatively affect the cities. I think in the long term, it's T to be determined TBD because we don't know yet if it's going to actually make a positive impact or if it's going to make a negative impact. Of course, if crime goes up, if all of a sudden we've got huge crime spikes, well, for sure, it's going to make a negative impact. But if we've got positive changes happening and we see crime stabilizing and going down, well, it's going to have a positive effect eventually. Yeah, I mean, I think we can all agree that there's a major reformation that needs to be done with uh, policing as well as other government systems. Uh, like you said, police, they just wear too many hats. We ask too much of them and yeah, we don't we give do. them enough support and training and pay. Uh, and so it would be good I can't to have. Ima- can you, like, I cannot imagine being a police officer dealing with some of the stuff they have to deal with. And yeah, you can go, well, yeah, but, but that guy should never have, have knelt on, you know, his neck and, and well, sure. I agree. But the, the amount of stress, the amount like everything that goes in that job is, is something that I don't know if I could handle it. Like there, that's, that's a, that's a tough job. And especially like where that officer was patrolling. I'm not trying to give him any excuses. Like what he did was, was murder for what we can see, but that's, a, it's a tough area. There's, it's a high stress area. Um, and so, you know, it's just, like you said, maybe they shouldn't be doing everything, every job we're trying to put at them. Maybe if they were focused on only, you know, the things that police probably should focus on, maybe we would have better results. Yeah, exactly. And I, I agree with you that it's kind of a wait and see thing. You know, maybe by having more social worker type of people uh, address social work issues instead of police trying to, uh, you know, do it when they're not really set up for it, then maybe crime will go down. Maybe people will be safer. And then, you know, initially the real estate will go down because of the uncertainty of not knowing what's going to happen. But depending upon what we see, it could go up or, or you know, if it go up, down, or. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you, you don't know. So there is that risk and uncertainty. And, and so I do understand where people are not liking this real estate investors, business owners are going, this is, 
like, this is crazy. I don't want to see this happening. Um, and it is, you know, I think business owners too, you're going to see some flight uh, from Minneapolis as well. Uh, we already, we're already seeing a couple that have announced they're, they're not coming back uh, and they're leaving. Um, I would expect to see some more that are announcing that as well. I'd expect some of these small businesses that got uh, destroyed probably won't go back into business. So it hurts. It definitely hurts. Yeah. At the same time, there might be opportunity there. You know, if you're paying close attention to the market and to the crime and if the whatever new system we have, if it ends up being for the positive and things start to go up again, then uh, if you're ready for it, you can take advantage of those opportunities and make some good money uh, because things will be back on the rise again. But again, we don't know exactly there's, what it is. There's always opportunity. There's always opportunity in everything. Um, you know, and there, there's going to be opportunity that comes out of this. You have to position yourself the right way and understand what that opportunity looks like. Exactly. All right. Well, cool. I'm sorry for our listeners. I got a little more political than I like. I'm sorry for that. Hopefully you don't get, don't, don't send me hate mail. I know everybody doesn't agree with what I said. And I tried to, you know, not, I, I'm trying not to play one side or the other. Honestly, I don't think that's uh, my job personally. You know, we all have our own biases. We all have our own opinions. I don't think my job is to play one side or the other. Um, it, but they're, they're real issues that are going on and we all are aware of them and, uh, you know, healthy dialogue is important. Very good. All right. That's all I got. Cool, man. Well, you have a fantastic rest of the day, man, and make every day a Saturday. Thanks. You too. Hey, thanks so much for listening. I appreciate you being a loyal listener. Say, I would love to have you go on to our Facebook page and subscribe. Uh, give us a thumbs up. Go on to iTunes or wherever you listen and give us a rating and review. Don't forget to subscribe. Your rating review just helps us push this out to more and more people and continue to grow our audience and hopefully positively affect a ton of people out there that really need this and, and want this. So uh, the other thing I've got for you is a free ebook on my website. So go on to VentureDProperties.com, VentureDProperties.com and download our free ebook on real estate and on syndication. And I've got some data points in there, some really good stuff for you. So I'd love to have you take a look at that. It's free. I'm not expecting anything from it. Uh, and also look, if you want some help in multifamily, want some help learning, growing, getting your business off the ground, I would love to talk to you about what it would look like, uh, to work with me potentially and see if that's a good fit. So you can go to coachwithdex.com and check that out. And, uh, we can definitely have a, uh, a call. Thanks a lot for listening. You make it a fantastic rest of the day. I'll catch you on the next episode.